Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. This is episode five, and uh, we're back with more fun topics, and we're going to chat away, and it's going to be the best. So I put a little texturizing spray in my hair after curling it. And hopefully that means that it's going to hold it because it's freaking hot here. It's so hot here (laughs) up in my loft that my sweat basically steams my hair straight and I lose all effort that I put into making it look like this. And I do have this one part here that keeps driving me nuts. My earrings are little peaches. And funnily enough, uh, I adopted a cat. I haven't mentioned anything yet just because I wanted to make sure she was going to stick around. She is an outside cat. Inside, outside, with a little slash in between. (laughs) Um, Her name is Peach, and she is a little sweetheart. She was adopted, so she's... Um, I didn't have her straight from when she was a little tiny kitten, which makes it a little harder for them to want to stick around, but she has a nice cozy home here. She's decided to stay. So now I can announce that I've got my little kitty peach. And I guess I could say that these earrings are for her (laughs) because we all know, uh, the other kind of peach. It's funny because she's a cat. (laughs) So this is episode five and uh, yeah, just want to say a big thanks to all of you that came back to watch episode five and there'll be many more. So glad you're on the kitty liquor train. So a few things today. I've got n- not my usual kitty liquor. I've created it into a little margarita and uh, it's very refreshing Reminds me of Mexico. I'll try to hold back my tears because we all want to be there right now. (laughs) Actually, it's been really nice around here. So I can kind of close my eyes and pretend that I hear the ocean. And and I had some like funny, interesting things happen on YouTube uh, that have never happened before. Um, So I do have a few videos out there that have a lot of views a few videos out there that have a lot of views. I felt like I said views twice. (laughs) Um, And I've got over 110 million views on my channel. But recently, uh, the video that I posted, so if you're watching this on Friday, not last Monday, but the Monday before, I posted uh, a bikini try-on video. uh, And as usual, YouTube removed the thumbnail. And the thumbnail is the cover image of the video. So... Basically, it's it's like what you see right before you click on the video. And so they removed it and I thought, oh shit, well, this is not unusual. It was too risque, I guess, or something was off with it So uh, or suggestive. <laughs> so I'm used to having my thumbnails removed. Normally, I'll go back to it and fix it or just change it a little bit and then repost Sometimes I'll take it down again and then I'll just repost it again and like, but change it slightly every time. Uh, So, but this time I didn't, I just kind of thought, okay, well, F it. It's a really busy month for me. And um, I think that I'll just stick to, you know, whatever else I got going on because the video started to kind of do pretty well. And I thought, well, I don't want to change anything really. Maybe, you know, whatever. It didn't, it did make a difference to me whether there was a thumbnail or not because people were still watching it. Then about four days later, uh, I'm on my, 
my YouTube dashboard and I see like little fireworks going off on my screen and I see that my video has 1.4 million views and I was like that can't be right I thought maybe there was something off or because YouTube has done weird things before and um So I go and I discover that my video that I posted three and a half days earlier was at 1.4 million views Uh, and without a thumbnail. And literally the cover image of this video is my face like. (laughs) So it's just it's just my face like kind of a little bit like because I have oily skin, so like a little bit greasy face like and I thought, what the heck is going on? Uh, so I tried to see what was different about that video. That was the only thing different about that video. So I was like, well, I'm going to post another one like right away because you got to strike when the iron's hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I posted what was supposed to be Monday's video on Saturday. Uh, and I used the exact, I did the exact same thing with that video as I did with the one that was going kind of viral. <laughs> And uh, lo and behold, views, comments, likes, like skyrocket. And I used the YouTube suggested thumbnail, which they just pull a clip from the video that you made and just slap it on there. And so that's what I did again. And like I said, it it worked. So uh, it's actually Monday when I'm filming this. So I post another video today uh, and it's doing the same freaking thing. So If anybody out there is a YouTuber, try posting the suggested thumbnail that YouTube chooses for you because I know that the algorithm is changing all the time. With YouTube, they're they're always switching it up so that nobody can kind of hack the system. Um, And I heard that it was, I think every week they change it. So I thought, well, if they're gonna change it in the next few weeks, I better post as many videos as I can right now because the thing is like views likes subscriptions they all mean a lot to my channel they boost my channel also the more views and likes I get the more my channel goes up so um of course that's that's the goal on YouTube is to sort of gain as many subscribers as you can and and that's why I want to say to you right now that I really hope to earn your subscription today if you like this podcast and uh, or any of my other content it really does help on my channel and um, gets my videos out there a bit more so if you wanted to subscribe I'd really appreciate it <laughs> and of course like the video and blah 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 you've heard it all before so super interesting week and it's quite motivating actually when uh, you realize oh crap it's because I think the video is at 2.4 million now but like it's that's a lot of people that's a lot of people to click on your video and watch you and uh and then you think to yourself hot damn I was having the (laughs) the worst hair day that day too like it was not even like the my best look uh but I know you guys don't really care but still it's super interesting how it all works uh and those of you that are youtubers like I said um yeah give it a shot because I don't know what the heck happened. I can't explain it. Uh, All I know is that it's a little crazy. And this one, okay, this is the piece of hair I'm talking about. What do I do with you? Just got a roof. (laughs) There it is again. I really 
should have a mirror around here. Uh, the viewfinder is too far away for me. Okay, I'm going to get my little compact mirror, okay? I don't really mind that hair, to be honest, but it's still in my face. Uh, and guess what, you guys? I got me some glasses. What do you think? Do I look very studious? Do I look smarter than I actually am? Um, I love these. I'm trying to avoid the ring light in here. Um, I bought these in a little mall and I actually have some more coming in the mail that I have not tried on yet but these even though they're kind of like grandpa glasses I love them they're gold framed and I just have astigmatism so they're not gonna they're not like a, anything crazy here I'll show you <laughs> don't mind my fingerprints can you see me better <laughs> uh and I only really wear I only really wear them when I'm working and having to kind of stare at the computer for a long time but I don't need them right now just thought that I would share that with you so my kitty elixir is a kind of a like a martini something mm -mm. I said martini I meant to say margarita I added a garnish there were a few of you that were saying that it was driving you crazy that I didn't have a garnish on my glass and I have exciting news I've got some crazy strange interesting glasses that are coming one is like the shape of a bird <laughs> one is the shape of a mushroom one is the shape of a little milk carton anyway we're gonna have some fun with it uh that brings me to i'm gonna be doing a kitty elixir segment every episode it's gonna drive me crazy and uh what i'm actually going to do is reach out to uh distilleries across Canada and the United States uh, for spot like to sponsor my kitty elixir spot in my podcast and uh, so I just want to say that if you own a distillery if you know somebody that does uh, if you'd like to sponsor a video um, then go ahead and send me an email and uh, and then we can go from there basically just email me and then I'll give you more information. Um, I'm going to say that because po my podcast is still quite green and fresh, uh, Kitty Liquor is just getting on its little feet. <laughs> um, the rates will definitely be affordable. So I do want to kind of roll with a few sponsors and have fun with it. I was thinking if I, if I partner with some um, spirit companies, then I can mix my special Kitty Liquor and uh, even try some different suggested drinks like say the company said hey you got to make a moscow mule with this or whatever uh so i think it'll be fun and then we can learn a little bit about distilleries yay <laughs> uh or and i can show you kind of some different different types of liqueurs and things that exist that you maybe didn't know about so i think that's exciting <laughs> um included in the sponsorship there's different tiers um, but I will definitely advertise your company right across here and, uh, but we can go over those details. So on the subject of liquor, uh, I've heard many, many times, okay, by the way, my window is open. So I have a little birdie that likes to sing to me every day. I think he's in love with me, <laughs> but I am a cat. So we better watch the, watch the fuck out. <laughs> Just joking. I love him. Uh, and then also my chicken, my rooster is losing it today. So I have a hen that's on a little clutch of eggs and sh they're about to hatch either today or tomorrow. 
so exciting. Um, I actually, <laughs> I actually accidentally somehow wound up with with a fertilized egg this morning. <laughs> and this is the first time this has ever happened to me where I cracked an egg into the pan and um, a little lump flew out. It wasn't fully formed. You could see that there was definitely a little chick there. It would have been a little yellow chicky. Oh, so sad. And, uh, but it had been sitting like in my fridge for a while. So it wasn't alive. My, I felt like, I was like, oh my God, if it started moving in there, it'd be a little bit, a little bit much, but, uh, it was long gone. But I think she was, she, there's three different boxes that the hens lay in. And she was sitting on about 10 eggs. And somehow one of them must have got kicked out and put into the other, one of the other boxes. Uh, when I say box, I mean just like a little cubby because they like to be kind of like tight and when they lay eggs. So anyway, I don't know how it happened. I definitely didn't grab from under the hen because she's laying on all of her eggs. So how it got out, I don't know. Uh, but it was sad. And then, oh no. Anyway, so that's happening. How the hell did I get on that subject? Oh Yeah. My window's open, uh, so my rooster's going crazy. Anything that he's going crazy because he knows something's up. So I have to get ready to separate them soon because all the other chickens will peck the shit out of those little chicks. So I got to get them in their little side cage, and I'm super excited. It's springtime. What better than little chicks running around? I'm excited. According to, I think, everyone, they say that different alcohols affect them differently, and... I know like especially whiskey is like number one for pe making people want to fight apparently because I know a lot of people are like oh whiskey <laughs> don't give me whiskey I get a little crazy and then other people are like gin makes me nasty <laughs> and tequila makes me wild and red wine makes me horny <laughs> or is that just me <laughs> uh, it's actually it's I don't know it's it's kind of it's weird but according to science that's really not how it really is it's just like a mental thing but I don't know man I think obviously tequila is probably the most obvious one that's will make you act different or feel different because it is made so differently but I don't know according to the articles I was reading alcohol is alcohol whether it's distilled this way or that way or whatever that else is in it uh and but I don't believe it. I think that's bullshit <laughs> because um, I don't really drink a lot of whiskey. I, I have enjoyed it, sipped it. It was a really expensive one, <laughs> so it was very smooth. Uh, and uh, so, but I didn't feel like fighting anybody. And gin does not make me nasty, but uh, red wine does kind of make me feel a little frisky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe it's because generally I'm pairing wine with a meal. I'm really loving everything that's going on. It pairs well with my food. It just makes me feel kind of just sexy and horny. <laughs> but maybe that's just me. I don't know. Uh, everybody is affected differently, uh, but apparently it's just all in our heads. So since I got some tequila in here, I might get a little crazy. Become a woo girl. Woo! Woo! <laughs> knock my whole studio over one thing that I wanted to delve into today is uh, dreaming now uh, this this really fascinates me uh, dreaming is something that <laughs> I've done before <laughs> we all have 
Uh, it's sort of like you're on a roller coaster ride that you have no control over. But there, of course, are some instances where people can control their dreams. Now, this, I know people that claim that they have never had a lucid dream. So a lucid dream is, if you've never, if you don't know what it is, or if you've never even heard the term, a lucid dream is where, it's pretty much where you realize in your dream that you're dreaming. So suddenly you could be in the middle of a magical forest with unicorns and fairies and be looking around and going, what the, like, I'm dreaming right now. This is way too crazy. And then you start looking at your hands. The first thing I always do is I look at my hands and I'm like, holy shit, like this is not real. But everything looks real, smells real, tastes real, you can feel pain, like it's so real. And I can only recall about a dozen times in my life, that's maybe even pushing it, that I've had a lucid dream. And after my opa passed away, I've had a few since he passed away, but it's when I dream of him and he's like right there with me, halfway through, I wind up telling him like, wait a minute, you're not really here anymore. And then I, I clue in that this is a dream. And I, I know that when I realize that I'm lucid dreaming, I have like five minutes. I've got five minutes of like dream time, which is probably like a blink of an eye uh, in real time. But I, I start to ask questions and I start to, you know, I've hugged my Opa many times because I'm like, I'm about to wake up, like I'll give him a hug and you, you feel him, I smell him, you know, so it's kind of strange, like, if you we were talking a little bit about the paranormal in my last pod podcast and um and really kind of this 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 is kind of like it's almost like you're connecting with your loved ones in your dream now it's a dream so you can tell everybody you want to but you know there's always oh it was just a dream but um it's super, super wild. Like especially, and and I never had any dreams like that when I was grieving after he passed away. I know I talk a lot about my opa. He was just the light of my life, my oma and my opa. Um, but he, yeah. So it like it never happened right after he passed away when I was grieving, and which which was good because because <laughs> when I do wake up from those dreams, I'm like just shaken and kind of like oh my god like super emotional and I'm thankful for the dreams but it's like geez it's strange to have just wrapped your arms around somebody who's been gone for so long um but I'm interested to know your experiences with lucid dreaming and um Joe Rogan has a good podcast uh on this subject and I'll try to link it but they kind of delve into lucid dreaming and how you can actually train yourself to wake up in your own dreams and uh I mean, how fun. I know there are people that claim to be able to do it all the time, and I believe them. Uh, but I think the process of teaching yourself to lucid dream is to kind of, in your daily life, so every day of your life, um, knock on something and, and say, is this real? Is this real? Is this real? You know, so you do it so much in your real life that it kind of becomes a natural thing to do in your dream because it's just a habit that you form and then is this real and your hand goes through the table or something weird or like you actually question it like is this real because 
If you ever have to question, and my mom taught me this, if you ever have to question reality, am I dreaming? You're dreaming. <laughs> because when you're awake, you know you're awake, unless you're on some friggin' ayahuasca or some shit, right? Uh, but I think that it's definitely something I want to try. Because the thing is, is I don't know if if you wake up during a nightmare, can you just pull yourself out of it? Because when I've had lucid, lucid dreams um, and I've tried to do things like jump out the window and fly, I don't. I jump out the window and die <laughs> or hit the ground at least. Uh, and so it's not like I can be like, I'm dreaming and then like t bound over the mountains or something. I've never been able to do that. But I think if I practiced enough and and knew in my dream, as I'm awake in my dream, knowing that I can do anything. And it's like, I think, I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting a little deep into this, but uh, I think that it is something worth exploring. And, uh, but like I said, there are people that I've talked to about this that they, they're like never, ever, they've never had a lose. Like they've never realized in their dream that they're dreaming. Which is unfortunate because it's kind of like, you're conscious in this world that is like, but, and then of course, when you wake up, you remember every bit of your lucid dream because you were just there. Like it was like a real life experience, right? Um, super interesting. And let me know in the comments and down below if you've ever had a lucid dream or if, you know, just add to the conversation because uh, I think it's something that is interesting to everybody. We all dream. I mean, some people don't. I know a lot of people with like sleep apnea or whatever that can never get into like a deep sleep state don't dream, you know, which is shitty unless you have nightmares. I had this crazy nightmare the other night and um, I'll timestamp this so you can skip ahead if you really don't care about it. Because <laughs> I have some people that I tell my dreams to, they're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, interesting, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just want some feedback. Maybe there's a message in there somewhere. Um, but I had a, a strange nightmare. And it wasn't like I felt super scared in the nightmare. But it was, I was going, so there's a restaurant in town that I go to all the time. And I was, the dream was set in this restaurant. But I was heading into the basement. And the basement was like some sort of lab. And there were bodies frozen in these like clear bags, almost like vacuum sealed, but kind of messily done and I I remember looking and going okay yeah I've seen some dead shit in my day like I bodies don't really bother me like I was trying to convince myself that I could like handle this because whatever I was doing down there I was like going to see somebody or bring somebody something and uh, as I walked past this one body bag I looked at the face and um, it was kind of frozen and I was looking around it, and then I had looked back at that one body bag and then the body was totally uh, thawed out. And then I was like trying to get the attention of the whoever at the lab tech <laughs> or whoever it was that, hey, the, this. And then by the time I looked again, I could see that it was somebody in there that was like struggling to breathe. So I was like, oh, God, like, really, I should have tried to open the bag and help the person. <laughs> but I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's pretty much all I remember is then running up the stairs to where I came from in the first place. And that was that. Uh, so I wonder, like, if I were to wake up 
in a nightmare, like lucid dream in a nightmare, would everything kind of go away? Could I control it? Or would I kind of be trapped now consciously running away from some crazy zombie-like creature? Or can I control it? You know what I mean? Can I go, the sky, purple, (laughs) the grass, blue, you know, and then everything starts to change? I don't know. Uh, So let me know your thoughts about that down below. (laughs) Also, on the subject of dreams, sex dreams, when you have a sex dream, is it like your ultimate fantasy sex dream or is it like a weird kind of strange sex dream? Let me know what you think. Because, okay, if I have a sex dream, it's usually with some weird random person that I have. It's not never a celebrity. (laughs) It's never my dream person. Uh, It's always random and kind of strange, strangely set, uncomfortable uh, or like feel. I don't know. So like. You know, you'd think having sex in your dream, oh, great, you know, you can just do whatever you want. No, I, unless you were lucid sex dreaming, <laughs> then you could be like, woo, <laughs> let's go. But but anyway, um, I just, for me, it's never the same. It's never my wildest sexual fantasy that's being fulfilled, you know, in because you're dreaming, right? Like it could be the greatest sex you ever had. Anyway. Just question about that. Let me know what you think about that down below. Okay, so I want to include a new segment in my podcasts uh, where I tell you some jokes. Now, I want to tell you this. I'm going to be reading them off my phone because I am no memorizer. (laughs) I can barely retell a joke properly after I've just heard it. I'm not one of those people. Uh, My mom is actually the best at telling jokes I did not get whatever gene that is that part of my brain is shriveled up (laughs) but uh but let me just say this if you're listening to this podcast solo like on your own uh I think the majority of us do feel free to just let out a belly laugh uh because it feels good and it's really good for your body and your soul and your health and uh don't be afraid to laugh it's okay if you don't think it's funny. <laughs> I'm not trying to force you to laugh if you don't think it's funny. Uh, but I went through, I want to say like a thousand jokes. That's not true though. It's probably like 150 and picked out ones that actually legitimately made me laugh the second that I read them. Uh, we probably have different senses of humor. I'm going to have one more sip of my kitty elixir here. And... Let's just dive into it. And like I said, if you're somebody who holds back laughing, don't. Just let it out. It feels good. I might even slip my glasses on. No, it's actually, I won't. So I haven't figured out a name for this segment. I've always, I've always thinking about like how to play on words. <laughs> you know, somebody said to me the other day, they're like, I was telling them about my, about my podcast and... <laughs> Somehow the words clitty litter came up. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. And uh, maybe that, <laughs> no, that's not the name for the joke segment. Um, but let me just think if you have a good name for the joke segment, because I'm going to probably do this every episode just to kind of 
brighten your day a little? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Joke number one. An exercise for people who are out of shape. Begin with a five-pound potato bag in each hand. Extend your arms straight out from your sides. Hold them there for a full minute and then relax. After a few weeks, move up to a 10-pound potato bag. Then try 50-pound potato bags and eventually try to get where you can lift a 100-pound potato bag in each hand and hold your arms straight for more than a full minute. Once you feel confident at that level, put a potato in each bag. <laughs> ha ha I laughed at that one. <clears throat> Here's a really cheap one. Two guys stole a count. <laughs> I can't. I can't even read them. Two guys stole a calendar. <clears throat> Two guys stole a calendar. They got six months each. But um, <laughs> don't worry, I'm not going to be cheesy and add in all of the sound effects. Actually, that's not true. I probably will. Okay. <clears throat> I told my wife she was drawing her eyebrows too high. She looked surprised. I threw a boomerang a few years ago. I now live in constant fear. <laughs> a Roman legionnaire walks into a bar, holds up two fingers and says, five beers, please. <laughs> I tried to catch fog yesterday. Missed. What did the pirate say when he turned 80? I made it. Oh, why does that make me laugh? Hopefully it makes you laugh too. I'm not the only weirdo around here. What's the difference between a well-dressed man on a bike and a poorly dressed man on a unicycle? Attire. <laughs> what do you call a dog with no legs? It doesn't matter. It's not going to come anyway. <laughs> this is sick. <clears throat> it's actually not that sick. Uh, I have a stepladder. Because my real ladder left when I was a kid. <laughs> Why does a chicken coop have two doors? If it had four doors, it would be a chicken sedan. Ah! <laughs> this one! I like this one. How do you think the unthinkable? Mike Tyson. With an iceberg. <laughs> Get it? This one is super sick and sad, and I don't mean it, okay? <laughs> Why can't orphans play baseball? Because they don't know where home is. <laughs> sad but happy at the same time. Uh, okay, that concludes, <laughs> that concludes this joke segment. Whatever I'm going to call it, I don't know. Um, you guys always have the best ideas ever, so please feel free to share what I should call that segment. <laughs> Boring? <laughs> no, I think uh, it's funny because I am not... Sorry, Kitty looks her burp. I'm not one that can remember jokes, let alone anything for that matter. Um, I have a very visual... Like, I have very visual memory. What's the word for that? Photographic memory. And I... I can, I laugh at jokes. I love jokes, but I can never remember enough jokes to tell more than one. The one joke that I know that I've known from my childhood is knock, knock. Who's there? Dwayne. Dwayne who? Dwayne the tub I'm drowning. <laughs> 
that's it. That's all I got, uh, which is super unfortunate because both of my parents are super hilarious. And I'm telling you, I do not have the memory for it. And that's why I don't think I could ever be an actress because I would never be able to remember my lines. I'd have to really like create a story in my head. And I mean, to, really, I guess if you're playing a character, the story is kind of written for you, but I've never tried it, but I've always had like a pit in the center of my stomach. If ever I had to read any, like a play in high school or whatever, it was always my worst, my worst freaking nightmare. So speaking of segments, uh, I want to do something a little more fun with you guys. I want you to send me video submissions and I'm just talking like really short video questions. So what I want you to do is take your smartphone, record yourself asking me a question and then don't make the file too big. <clears throat> if you want me to disclose who you are, where you're from, um, all that just included in the video like hey, I'm so-and-so, I have a question for you or a comment or maybe just an interesting fact for my cat facts or a joke, uh, whatever you feel like and go ahead and send it to kittylickerpodcast at gmail.com. Um, that'll be linked down below and I'll put it across the screen so that you can remember. Uh, so just send me a little, just like a smartphone video of you and then what I'll do is I'll have a segment in my next podcast or whenever I get my shit together and get this going um, or get enough of them because maybe nobody will send me anything at all. I don't know. Um, and then what I'll do is I'll play it like here. We'll do kind of half and half screen and uh, and then I'll answer your questions. And yeah, I think it would be super fun. And, and that way it's not just me here, you know, that way <laughs> it's like more of a podcast, like I'm interviewing somebody or uh bringing somebody else in, you know, so I think it'd be interesting and keep it clean. I don't want no weird random dick pics or videos or anything like that, please. Just putting that out there. <laughs> All right. Now it's time to get into cat facts. So these once again are facts that I pulled up on the internet and I've only got four of them. No, sorry, that's not true. I've got a few of them. <clears throat> uh, okay, so these are actually from a website called success.com. And uh, they don't delve into more information. It's just literally like a few sentences of interesting facts that nobody really knows. Uh, and I think that's where, where we're going to keep it. Cornell University scientists have created a functioning guitar the size of a human blood cell what is all this money going towards <laughs> come on scientists <laughs> they, okay so once again this is just information that i got off the internet uh if i if i'm if this is real like i'm assuming that they're not just making this shit up but this sounds like it's made up they've created a functioning guitar the size of a human blood cell what is the point? Did somebody show up at the lab one day and was like, hey guys, I got this idea. I did a bunch of mushrooms last night. I have a really good idea. Uh, I mean, random. Random. I mean, does it make sound? I would assume. I don't know, man. Okay. 
The chills you get when listening to music are caused by your brain releasing dopamine, a neurotransmitter that causes pleasure. So yeah, those of you that get chills when you're listening to music, it's your brain. Just doing you a favor. (laughs) A British research study found that watching a horror film prior to viewing abstract art enhances the enjoyment of the art for most people. All right, interesting. Researchers from Heidelberg University Hospital have determined it takes six minutes for alcohol to impact human brain cells. I know that's true. Woo! (laughs) Six minutes, really? I feel like I've done shots before. And I've felt them pretty much right away. Not right, right away, but like six minutes seems a little, little bit long. But yeah, I don't know though. Interesting. Globally, only 2% of the population has green eyes. I have a friend that actually has red hair and blue eyes, which I thought was the rarest combination, I think, because you typically red hair and green eyes or red hair and brown eyes is more common. Um, And I was like, wow, girl, you are the most, one of the most unique people in the world. How's my hair doing? Hmm? Time to fluff it up. That's another segment. Hair fluffing. (laughs) Ah, I don't know what the hell my hair looks like or what it's doing. But I like it. A New Jersey man flunked out of law school and subsequently sued the school for having accepted him in the first place. (laughs) That made me laugh. It was almost... Made me laugh as hard as some of the jokes I read. The Waldorf Astoria Hotel once had its own private railroad track at Grand Central so that its guests could clandestinely enter and exit New York City. (laughs) Uh, Largely abandoned now, it operates only when the president is in town in case the need arises for an emergency exit. Okay, last one. Uh, This is a health fact. Bananas are more effective in replenishing electrolytes than Gatorade. They also have serotonin and dopamine, chemicals that help you feel happy. So eat your bananas, people. Gatorade is super just freaking garbage anyway. You know how many times I've been to the gym back in the good old days when we could go to the gym? Um, Running on the treadmill with a great big sugary like Gatorade. And it's one thing if you're just like, You need the carbs because you're running for, you know, six hours or something. But just drink water, you know. I mean, who knows? I don't even know what I'm talking about. But I do know that if you're running on the treadmill, you're probably trying to lose, like, shed some pounds. But if you're consuming calories, then you're not going to lose any fat. And, you know, it's kind of like this. Somebody said this to me and it made it really clear about weight loss. Um, Apparently... Our bodies burn carbohydrates before they start to burn our fat. So carbs are any starches like sugar or um, like potatoes or rice. And then, of course, sugars um, are pure carbohydrates. And so, for example, say you go for a run on the treadmill and you burn 500 calories. Well, you've not burned any fat. You've just burned the carbohydrates in your system and you were drinking Gatorade, so you added another, what, 130 calories for or more for this Gatorade. Uh, so that's why ketosis works. Uh, if you've heard of the keto diet, 
essentially what you're doing is eliminating carbs from your diet. So your body just goes to burning fat. So, and then you pee your fat out. That's what ketones are in your pee. So you actually can pee on a little stick and it will, the color will show and you can do blood tests and things like that too. So that's why ketosis works is because you're not eating fat or sorry, because you're not eating those carbs. So your body is depleted of carbohydrates. Um, and then the macros are you want to have 80%, eat, consume 80% fat, uh, 15% protein and 5% carbs. So you still are going to have a few carbs throughout the day just because even broccoli has carbohydrates. So uh, anyway, it's super interesting. But yeah, if you're if you're in the weight loss game and you, you are running or exercising for weight loss, you might want to consider like other factors as well, right? You don't just like lose weight. It's good to get exercise no matter what, whatever you're eating. So I don't definitely discourage, I don't discourage that whatsoever. Um, but I'm just saying if you have goals, then yeah, a bit of research may be in order. If you could choose what I was wearing right now, what would you choose? So your idea of sexy and my idea of sexy could be completely different. One thing that I do know is leaving a little, leaving a little to the imagination goes a long way. For example, some, maybe to some people, uh, a girl wearing, you know, a bit of lingerie covering things up is sexier than her just like opening a trench coat and wearing nothing at all. So there is something about you know, hiding a little bit, leaving a little bit to the imagination. Um, I am an artist at that. <laughs> to me, what I feel sexy and what I would wear for somebody else um, is probably different than what they would choose. So this is my idea of like a really sexy outfit. And let's, let's role play into like the evening and how the evening might play out. So I've always loved, whether it be in a movie and never really in real life, maybe at a strip club or something, which I have been to many strip clubs, not stripping, <laughs> enjoying the view, that's all. Uh, but I, it's super fascinating to me to see like, and if I believe probably like James Bond movies is what I'm thinking of where a beautiful woman is wearing a gorgeous dress or something, but underneath she's got an intricate piece of lingerie or something going on underneath and she takes her clothes off and she's got this this whole mystery that was under there the whole time. It's kind of like when the teacher bends down to pick up the pencil and she's wearing a very conservative outfit, but the button in her top exposes the bright red lacy bra she's wearing underneath, um, that kind of thing. So I think if I was going on a really hot date and I really like this person and this person really turned me on, I would choose, I'm really into like French lingerie. So like really lacy, intricate, strappy lingerie, not just like bra and panties. I'm talking like, I wonder if I can pull up an example. Maybe I'll like flash an example here. Um, but I would wear it underneath something where you wouldn't be able, you'd be able to maybe see a little peak, like a little peak 
of something through my black dress. And we'd be having dinner and then I would be kind of like adjusting something underneath my dress and then my date would be wondering what was going on. Like, wow, what's going on? And I would just like pull a little bit out and like, you know, do-do-do and continue with conversation. Later on throughout dinner, heating up a little bit, I'm drinking some red wine. (laughs) And take off my jacket and uh, I go to use the bathroom. But as I'm walking away, uh, part of my garter belt is seen just peeking out beneath my dress. And I'm wearing like a tight black dress. So I walk away and then my date sees this and wonders what the heck is going on underneath. So I go to the bathroom, hike my skirt up a little more. (laughs) Then I walk back and then you can now see that I've got these kind of, what are they called? Pantyhose? No. Stockings that are held up by some sort of little clips. And they're bright red. So (laughs) we uh, continue to have dinner and um, we're deciding what we're going to do at the end of the night. This is our third date and it's pouring rain outside, but we didn't take a cab there or anything. We met there from different parts of the city (laughs) and we walked there, (laughs) but now it's pouring rain and we have to say goodbye, but we have to call an Uber. So we, call an uber and rather than call separate ubers of course we share one and being the nice person that my date is we go to my apartment first i live in an apartment in the city now so i say hey well why don't you just come up for a little bit we can just chill out and talk about our hopes and our dreams Uh, my date, of course, says yes. So we go up to my apartment and uh, I'm having trouble with my keys in the door and I can't seem to unlock my door. Uh, and as I'm fumbling, I drop my keys and my date, being the kind person that my date is, kneels down to pick up my keys and on his way up notices looks at my skirt and I'm telling you he couldn't believe what he sees (laughs) absolutely nothing (laughs) just joking Uh, and so we go into my apartment and um, my date is going crazy then (laughs) I'm sorry I'm making this up as I go then I go out onto my patio light up a cigarette (laughs) this is a scene from some movie I don't smoke I'm just totally joking I light up a big fat joint no I'm just joking I don't smoke weed either Uh, I go on the (laughs) I go on the balcony and I uh, go put my arm out and feel the rain because it's still pouring rain and I realize oh gosh I'm totally soaking wet Uh, I didn't notice that before, but then I noticed it. And so I decided to go put something more comfortable on. So my date sits on the couch and waits for me. And I walk into my bedroom and 
take my dress off and decide to leave just my special lingerie set on. So I walk back out and my date has left. <laughs> and what a waste. What a waste of time. But anyway, just saying, uh, <laughs> uh, I know that story didn't have a very positive ending. But hey, shit happens sometimes. No, but I think my idea of sexy is is kind of like leave a little bit to the imagination and then yeah, have a little fun with it afterwards. Another thing I wanted to bring up was I get asked like, oh, you must have a big closet. And a lot of my friends ask me actually like, oh, you must this and that. And um, I actually don't have a huge closet. I've got like a closet in my studio where I keep the majority of my uh, kind of expensive stuff and my sugar thrill stuff. It does look like a Barbie closet, but I don't actually, my purse is not an expensive purse. I don't really have really expensive shoes. I've never, I've never really valued really expensive items ever. And I've had a few very nice gifts, uh, but I does it doesn't make me feel any different to have a five thousand dollar purse compared to my like compared to like the one that I got, you know, from the local store for twenty dollars because I like the way that it looked. I do appreciate expensive things, and I do like expensive cars, and I think thing, certain things are worth spending a lot of money on uh, for quality or an investment or whatever. And sometimes purses, yes, can be an investment. If you go and buy a $50,000 Birkin bag, it holds its value, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. One day, maybe if I'm super rich with money, I mean, I'm rich in my life with everything that I have around me, but I don't really find value in these things. So I know there's a lot of YouTubers that I watch. I know Trisha Paytas is a big spender, but she makes freaking loads of money every month from OnlyFans. I think she makes like between 600 and a million dollars a month. Yes, you're welcome, Trisha. <laughs> Plugging you right now, Trisha Paytas, uh, onlytrish.com. Uh, so anyway, she she's killing it. And you know what? Like, good for her. She's given her. Uh, but And she goes on these shopping sprees where she'll spend $25,000 on Chanel or Louis Vuitton or whatever. She doesn't even know what she gets. Actually, she has a buyer. So she knows people that work at these places and then they just send her stuff and then send her the bill. <laughs> She's like, woo! And then she does unboxings. It's super funny. But uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not really one to, I love jewelry though. Jewelry is different for me. I don't wear a lot of it. Uh, but if I have like a really expensive ring or necklace or bracelet or something, um, on special occasions, I like to sport it and it, that does make me feel good, but, uh, but it holds its value too. You know, it is kind of an investment and you can pass it down generations, generations. <laughs> uh, but I just thought that I point that out because I do, I think people assume certain things about me. Um, I do drive a nice car now. I've, I've I bought it about almost a year ago. Uh, that's really the only super fancy thing that I own. I mean, listen, I have chickens. I clean the shit out of their coop. I get eggs every morning. I have honeybees. I live in the middle of, but F-U-C-K nowhere. 
and uh, don't really go into town. <laughs> so like, I think if I was living in the city and I had a bunch of friends that had all of the stuff, then maybe, maybe I'd be a bit of a different person, but I'm really not. I'm just a good old country girl. So as usual, this video is sponsored by no one. So I'm going to just slip right in here. Uh, today is, wait a minute, what day is it today? So today is the 14th, which means that 14 of my micro bikini videos are up. And you can see them right now if you head to patreon.com slash catwonders. And uh, if you don't know what Patreon is, and I had somebody tell me this, they're like, what is Patreon? Like, I'm like, well, I talk about it all the time. But essentially, it's a membership page where for a certain amount per month, you can see all sorts of different things from me. Uh, and right now I've got a super high tier happening uh, called 25 days, <clears throat> 25 days in micro bikinis. And today's day 14. So that tw 14 out of 25. And then I've got a couple bonus videos squeezed in there somewhere. Uh, so go ahead and check that out if you want to. It makes May all that much more wonderful. It is springtime and uh, perfect timing because I've got a little pool to set up and the sun's out and I've got my kitty elixir always every day. I've got my kitty elixir going on. Actually, that's not true, but, <clears throat> but I can't wait to chill by the pool and just enjoy the sun and some of my swimsuits. But to be honest, <laughs> I really don't wear much of anything. <laughs> I don't want tan lines. But you know, I mean, if I'm going to wear a bikini, it's going to be a micro bikini because I mean, then you get little teensy tiny tan lines. <laughs> but yeah, 25 days, 25 try on videos, and a few extras on top. Uh, and it's the only month of the year that I do my micro bikinis. If you don't watch it this month, it'll all disappear by the end of the month. And then you have to wait until next May to participate. Uh, so you don't want to do that. This is the best micro bikini tier I've ever done. So don't miss out. Huge thank you to all of you who spent this time with me. I hope that I earned your subscription today. Uh, please like this video. It also really helps out my channel. And of course, if you are interested in sponsoring Kitty Liquor, then go ahead and shoot me an email. Um, we can go over details there. And yeah, you never know. Also, don't forget to send in your submissions, questions, comments, jokes, you name it. Send me a little short video to my email, kittylickerpodcast at gmail.com. And I'll kind of go through them and then, uh, yeah, we can make it a fun segment on Kitty Liquor. So thank you all for joining me today. I hope that you enjoy this podcast. And uh, yeah, I will be back, of course, next week with episode number six. And uh, maybe you will be featured on that podcast. Just send me your submissions, like I said. And uh, I, I don't want to call it like submissions. Send me your little videos. I will review them, go through them, and you might be featured on next week's episode. Uh, I think it'd be fun. All right, that concludes episode five of Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted and I will see you all next Friday. <laughs>